let's talk about our girl over here. Wanda, what is it, Maximoff? Mm-hmm. Wanda Maximoff. Some of y'all know her as a Scarlet Witch. You know, she's been through a lot of shit, man. She lost her man, which wasn't really a man, the Vision. He died just like a lot of people trying to save the world from Thanos. Yeah, and he died pre-snap. He sure did. He, he, he <laughs> shit, Thanos snapped his, he snatched his chain. <laughs> shit, give me your jewels. <laughs> so he took his bling right out of his head. Give me that shit. No, my mama uh, gave me this jewel. Oh, shit. Pull a Debo. <laughs> Man, my mama gave me this stone. <laughs> uh, but, and then, speaking of uh, Thanos, out there killing people, she had to, after losing her man, she had to go to the, to the funeral of Tony Stark after he died. It's just not been a, not a good time for this girl right here. She said, you know what I need? I need a, I need a good laugh <laughs> right now. I need a, I need something that'll put a smile back on my face. You know, she so she said, I need a, I, I need a good laugh so bad. She said, fuck all this superhero stuff. I'm going to start my own comedy show. <laughs> sitcom. <laughs> sitcom even. And she said, you know, and I'm not just going to do any comedy show. Not just any sitcom out there. She says, you know what? I'm going back to the good old days. You the know, golden the, era of the TV. Gold, back, back when America was great. <laughs> for some people. For some people. <laughs> for, for some, <laughs> yeah. before, they, before they let all these Negroes up on TV. <laughs> I'm going to go back when, when, when entertainment was pure. And that is what we have here with the, I guess, the first big Disney MCU episodic TV show, which would be, you know what it is, one division. Heavenly shades of night are calling. It's twilight time. Wonder and vision. Aren't we a five pair? This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Oh, this is gonna be a gas. Where did you two move from? How long have you been married? And why don't you have children yet? Our story. You know, at this point, some people, because I remember looking at this and I was excited and I was talking about, how, you know, this is so cool what they're doing here. And I know some people are like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Man, yeah. what the, how come they ain't flying and <laughs> shooting lasers? <laughs> Man, what's this old? <laughs> what, some people say, Man, what's this old racist shit they do? <laughs> is that her vision? <laughs> that her vision of America right there? Sure, the vision in red face. Yeah, <laughs> the vision. That's her vision. I said, I right, man. They said, I knew. I always knew this girl was a Trump supporter. Right there. <laughs> yeah, people taking it back right here. People, but mostly people are wondering, man, what? So what is going on here? You know, uh, this was described as one of the weirdest things that the Marvel Cinematic Universe would be doing, and it has gotten pretty weird with this. Definitely very much different from what we've seen before. This is really happening. Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. Unusual couple, you know. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. 
I know some people are saying, all right, is this on Disney Plus or is this on Naked Night? <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't tell, man. Shit, I'll even go, is this on uh is this on the Hallmark channel or something? This, TV this land. Is TV land, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is definitely not the MCU that I know. And for some people saying, well, that is the point. And that is possibly, possibly, we're not saying it is, but possibly why this would be a good thing. Now, some people might already see hints of this in things that they've read, such as you guys over here. Mm -hmm. You know, our fellow nerds over here. (laughs) The representatives of the nerd culture, sir. The ambassador of nerds. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That is why you're here this evening. Thank you. You have not seen it, but when when we start speaking the language that people don't understand, you can translate for your nerd language there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But from what I understand... Some people might recognize some shades of a series called House of M in there. But the big influence on this is another series that was mainly, unlike this one, where this is called One Division, is a series called Vision, which was mainly about the vision, where he got to find out what it was like to moved to a neighborhood being a black person. <laughs> then he went in, he moved into the suburbs and didn't announce anything, just said, hey, me and my synthetic robot cyborg family, we're here. And of course, the neighborhood freaks out about this. They, you know, where he tries to fit in, at least from what I understand, we tries to fit in and tries to be normal with a normal family. Of course, the rest of society can't take it that way. It's not so much that, because they're able to fit in. It's just things are not going well, especially with his wife. Yeah, they're having a hard time. Because I know there's some fascinating things here. Like, the neighbors are kind of starting to be cool with it, but they are... They're kind of arguing about what it is to be human. Mm-hmm. They can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, hey, they're actually more human than you know. <laughs> I mean, they argue just like any other married couple out there. Like, Why can't we all just be normal, huh? Yeah. We're trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I love that brother. Look at <laughs> Come on, man. Look at him. <laughs> He's like, world star! <laughs> <laughs> the vision is not amused. No. He's like, I'm about to kill your black ass. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of that there. And the, you know, and the, uh, the heavy influences that you see here are things, are sitcoms from the 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80s. Uh, you know, and they're all a mixture of things from different periods. Some of these uh, episodes that you see, like in the first episode that we have, the first episode is almost like a, it's almost like a mixture of. And I don't know if you, the, the younger audiences will know these shows, but if you go back and look up some shows from the fifties and sixties, you'll notice two main shows. If you watch these, these episodes of One Division, if you go back and do some research, you'll find. Oh wait a minute, this is just like this show. This is a mixture of this show, Bewitched. And also, this show right here, The Dick Van Dyke Show. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Starring Dick Van Dyke. 
shit! <laughs> <laughs> Who put this here? Mary, God damn it, I told you I'm gonna put this thing in. <laughs> no, Lord. We talked about this. <laughs> hey, Rob, don't get so worked up. No, 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 you should stay out of it. I've told this bitch about putting this in. Rob, the children. Fuck them kids, man. I told you not to do this. <laughs> you know, that was, I'm, I'm saying that that's bad that he tripped over that, but I was the person that was mad when he didn't trip over it. They had, yeah, they had two. They had two openings and you wouldn't know what you were going to get. One week he would fall over the, the ottoman and there would be another week. Uh, he go like, he, uh, yeah, he, he'd miss it. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Starring Dick Van Dyke. You see, she tripped his ass anyway. <laughs> you missed your cue. <laughs> I was the asshole. I was like, man, I'm, I was mad when he didn't trip over that. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say I was mad, but with the ones where he didn't trip, I'd be like, oh. No, I was mad. I would even be like, you know, we're going to get your ass next week. <laughs> I mean, we should have known when he came in wearing the dark suit. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. not going to trip. Tell. Never <laughs> caught on to that, though. Uh, <laughs> didn't until just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Yeah, people. Uh. You know, uh, uh, but you'll see other things in there, such as Leave It to Beaver, I Love Lucy. Damn, he just left her ass behind. <laughs> boys! <laughs> just ignore her, boys. Pretend like she's not there. Yeah, it's all those 50s sitcoms. Yeah. Because this is the 50s era. Yeah, but also, as they get in the later episodes, like when you start to get in the 60s, you'll start seeing things such as and things you might know. Like the Brady Bunch, and some of you might even know the Partridge family. Uh, if they don't exactly go in and just take direct influences from those, then you'll notice that at least they took the style. That was the seventies. Uh, was that well? The the, the 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 Brady Bunch started out in the sixties. Right, but it, it but it was the seventies style, and, and I'm only saying this because I watched an interview with the with the two of them, with the two leads talking about that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I know when the Brady Bunch first came on, that shit yeah. was... Oh, I know, I and, know. And the reason why I bring it up, and you'll see why, there's really, with the Brady Bunch and Bewitched and all these things, there's always a very specific thing that they take. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, you know what? This is one of the things I admire about this show. They, they, they were able to take some things without, without really just having to copy. Uh, but the reason why they did... You know, because you're thinking right now, okay, so this is cool. They took all these influences here and whatnot. Uh, that's awesome. Why? Uh, for one, <laughs> I'm like, you should have been talking about this book. All right, cool. <laughs> but, that's nice and all, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, when, when, how come they ain't fighting, you know, a robot or something, you know, or some aliens? You know, uh, that's, that's cool. What are we doing here? Uh, the reason why, if you really, you know, just. Out of all the comic books and everything, the reason why is because Kevin Feige loves Nick at Night. Is that right? Wow. Is that he, what it is? He did a variety interview where he talked <laughs> about his love of growing up on these sitcoms, mm -hmm. all these old sitcoms. And I relate. because Yeah, I did too. I, mm -hmm. I, I watched those things every mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. I used to have... I used to just have fantasies and crushes on like Donna Reed and all these people. <laughs> but but he said, you know, apparently he was looking for a way to throw this, to kind of bring this into the MCU. Oh, okay. His love of uh, these sitcoms. Um, and then, of course, he's not going to just throw it in there just because he loves them. You know, he's, he was just, he said, if the, if the opportunity ever comes up, this might be a cool thing to do, a spoof or something. And I got the I got the best show where we can start out with. Hmm, this is good, but throw some old sitcoms in there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, boss. But it's when they had 
the vision brought in this influence from the vision and the whole suburban mm-hmm. setting and everything yeah. they were like he was like Ah, all right, <laughs> and everybody like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but you know, I, I run shit around here. <laughs> so, I, I, so, I've seen it work. So we doing it. Hey, uh, hey, has old Kevin baby done you wrong yet? <laughs> well, that's what we're gonna find out here. Cause I mean, look, man, you know, this is so crazy that it's so crazy of even Kevin Feige that uh, maybe, maybe there's something that is just it's ambitious, it's experimental, as they said, but maybe it's something that's not gonna work. Uh, so, as I told you, we only got three episodes of this. Mm-hmm. And, and what, two and, come on tomorrow? Yeah. And, yeah, two come on as the premiere, and then after that, they come on every week up for nine episodes. So, we got three episodes that we saw. So, that means that we got six more episodes to go. I can't tell you shit, really, from three episodes. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I know. Cause, cause the, the, because there are, I mean, I, I might say the problem is, but they're only 30 minutes long. 30 to 40 minutes. Yep. And it's cool, but it gives you so little that as far as telling people what's coming up or getting a feel for where it's going to go, three is just not enough. Well, you know, I would tell you this. Let's just go by what we have these three episodes. Apparently, Disney thought that that's all we needed. So I tried my best to give you the impressions because, listen, I can't. I know people want to know, Okay, what's going on with this whole thing with the, 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 the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s sitcoms? I mean, obviously, this is not a real sitcom, so there has to be something underneath here, some secret that we don't know. And yeah, I couldn't tell you, and of course, I couldn't tell you if I did know, but what I can tell you is another reason why I don't have anything to go by is because they are committed to this sitcom format. They do do full stories. (laughs) Like, they wrote scripts for an episodic sitcom. Not just that, but uh, it's 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 funny because watching these made me realize how much I miss those old shows. Yeah. And I'm used to people doing riffs and takes on them. But, you know, they do a little thing. It's kind of half-hearted. Okay, a little laugh track, and they move on to the next thing. But you're right about the commitment. They really feel like genuine shows from the 50s, 60s, and 70s with the same beats, the same kind of humor. And they're actually funny. Like I'm, I, I want to know the mystery, <laughs> but I, I really, I genuinely got into the show. I know that's what I was going to say. I watched this, people. I mean, look, look, can I tell you something? Don't go watch this as a don't don't, don't go watch this as a as a superhero show. Don't go watch mm-hmm. this as a Marvel show. Watch this as an old show from the '50s where a witch married a robot and they moved to the suburbs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the neighbors are trying to figure out how to adjust to them, and they're trying to figure out how to adjust to the neighborhood. It's it, it man, it is it is funny, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why that worked, because for these flimsy, lame ass stories that they made, and they that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. I was nervous as hell, man. Right? <laughs> man, it was just like all those episodes of My Favorite Martian when it's like, oh man, he's gonna get found out. <laughs> yeah. People, I was, I told you, I was a nervous kid watching these shows, man. Like whenever Fred would come in, he'd be like, where am I? I'll turn the channel to be the ass, man. <laughs> man, they. Oh, Darren's gonna get fired. <laughs> so, so the, the, uh, they have, if you've ever watched any of these old episodes, they have certain themes that they do. And one of the themes that they always did was they were always inviting their bosses over for dinner. Oh, the boss was uh, inviting himself over. Yeah, inviting himself over. And 
the dinner always had to be perfect because for some reason that fool's job depended on that dinner, man. <laughs> like if it wasn't perfect, if the if the steak was too well done or something, they were getting fired. And the wife never had any advance notice. Never, yeah. no, oh, yeah. Oh, honey, I forgot to tell you, the boss is coming over tonight. Make dinner. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> what? It's like. Forget his performance at work. If he <laughs> fucked up that dinner, he was out of a job. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 that's one of the things they do here. And I was always nervous watching those men. And I was and I was nervous. And I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I was nervous watching this uh, because for one, I like this actor. Uh, so that's what happened with the vision here. The vision is working at a job, a regular desk job, man. And of course- <laughs> He didn't know what they make. He don't know, he don't even know what they make, he don't know what they do. He doesn't but know he's what, really good at it. He knows that he can just type fast. And he just has stacks of paper he gives to somebody else. Here, give me something else to do. And of course, he has to invite the boss over for his promotion. And the boss is played by uh, a character actor, but I like this guy. He already makes me nervous anyway. Uh, Fred Melamed. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and it's funny because they set it up good. Like he, when he shows up, he's already kind of being extra, man. He's he's being pushy. He's just throwing I mean, his weight around. Throwing his weight, man. He and he is way into stories, man. Stories that don't mean nothing. Where people just sit there and be like, and please continue. He's like, no, damn it, tell me why. <laughs> Where did you two move from? How long have you been married? And why don't you have children yet? Our story. I think what my wife means to say is that we moved from. Moved from where? Married when? Damn it, why? Don't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, when he was yelling this, and I was, I was so nervous. I was like, Wanda, please don't fuck this dinner. Please. <laughs> Please get this right. I didn't care about the, the, I didn't care about what they just did with Thanos. I didn't care about what's going on out there in the MCU. I was like, for right now, just concentrate on dinner and get this done. I was so nervous watching this. But you know, nervous in that old sitcom oh, kind sure, of way. Oh sure, sure. Especially when she's in the cook, when she's in the kitchen cooking and things are going wrong. And things and are going like, crazy. Okay, you can still save it. You can yeah. just, just do this. Oh my God. It's, Order out, please, something. Man, I was so, I, see, I, I was probably one of the few kids that like got freaked out over something like Leave It to Beaver. I used to get nervous watching Leave It to Beaver. Like I was watching Game of Thrones, man. They had an episode where Eddie Haskell with his punk ass. Eddie Haskell was his character. He was just the oh, neighborhood yeah. asshole. He was yeah. the he was the Loki. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, he was. Yes. Yeah, and he would do just shit that would like you would just you were embarrassed if he got caught. And he changed one of Beaver's report cards. Beaver, Beaver's stupid, so he brought on a report card. <laughs> Beaver was kind yeah, of yeah, he was stupid. stupid. And everything he had F's for everything, and Eddie decided to go in and somehow make them all A's. Yeah, <laughs> should have gone for the B. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and poor, poor Ward Cleaver. That's the father of the, of the family for Leave It to Beaver. He had he was mad. He was like you know this is the one time I thought I had a smart son. <laughs> and fucking Eddie. <laughs> and he told and I was nervous. He told Eddie. He t he straight up told Eddie, don't you ever bring your ass up to this house if you do something like that again. Yeah, I see Eddie. Well, I think that was about the worst joke I ever heard of. Oh, I agree with you, Mr. Cleaver, sir. <laughs> you old I probably <laughs> wouldn't have done it if Clarence hadn't have been there to urge me on. I hope that my calling like this will keep you from harboring a grudge against me. All right, Eddie. 
But if you ever pull a trick like this again, I don't want to ever see you around this house. Do you understand? For me, he might as well just say, well, fuck you now. Don't you ever do that? I was like, oh, my God. He's always being harsh. That, but that was always a thing. Beaver would get into trouble, let Eddie talk him into doing dumb shit. <laughs> and you feel nervous because you were a kid. You're watching a kid do something to get in trouble. And then we get to the end and Ward would just, well, Beaver, I'm really disappointed in you. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. It was like. Wait, yeah, no, no spanking, no. What? This no. is some bullshit right here. And he let Eddie in the house all the time. And I'm not even lying. Eddie would go in there and look at his wife. He'd be ogling his wife. Oh, <laughs> but she would know. She knew exactly yeah, what Eddie they was knew like. What he was about. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. they just humored him. He was a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, watching that kind of stuff, man, made me nervous. So they actually people. I was showing these clips because that kind of stuff right there, they. They nailed it. They, they nailed it. it. Nice. It's 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 amazing how well they got it. I mean, because mm. I'm like I said, so I'm used to people doing it, and they're kind of offhanded, and they're like, "Ah, eh, you know," and this all this is silly. They don't treat it like that. Hmm. No, no, they no, they don't. And when I say you know everything, everything, they get they get the uh, uh, they get the plot lines down. They mm. kind of get the humor right. And this is what I was talking about, where they nail, they go in, and they look for like specific details. They don't copy it. They just know some things that if you watch these shows, you'll recognize this part of the house, that furniture, these colors or something. Like uh, I showed you uh, Dick Van Dyke. And I think I talked about this earlier. Like if you look at the the blinds over here in Dick Van Dyke, you know, it's the same. Yeah. It's like it's, that, you know. That bay window. With yeah. The, yeah. It's not the same living room. They just took some of the strongest elements. Because mm. I can tell you, when I watch Dick Van Dyke, for some reason, I always notice those blinds <laughs> over there. I don't know why. Uh if you watch Bewitched, man, for some reason, maybe I was a dude that just paid attention to stairs too much. Because if you watch Bewitched, you know, I, when I was, saw that, I was like, it's not the same exact stairs, but they definitely have got it to the point where it's like very similar. And nailed it with the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Brady Bunch, it was just kind of yeah. like. I'm like, you sure it's not the same? It's Brady the Brady same Bunch? stairs, wow. man. Yeah, you're right. Damn. <laughs> so it's like, it's not the same. You might remember that episode of the Brady Bunch when Machete came through, too. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? What? what? <laughs> Kill the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> Good crossover episode. Yeah. Yeah. The MCU of its day. Yeah, yeah. Before before one division, we had Brady Bunch versus Machete. <laughs> I know a lot of people just kind of like, oh, that's what? Honestly, <laughs> you didn't say anything, I, w I wouldn't have noticed. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just talked something. You would have thought that was Jan Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Marsha. Marsha took my machete again. She needs to eat a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people! You know, uh, they even got the acting style down, uh, like that. That uh, the, like the punchlines. Listen, it's very corny and it's done on purpose. They have not only the corny corniness of the writing, the jokes, the punchlines, the delivery of everything, mm -hmm. the acting style, yeah. the situations that they put them in. If you knew these shows, they did. Now I'll, I'll talk about this because you might have noticed, like, why are they doing that uh explain that a little bit but notice the way like they're acting in this to like just normal situations that are forced to be something more <laughs> that xylophone <laughs> <laughs> Honda. yes dear are you using your powers to turn on the light yes dear allow me sweetheart What do you see? Only your lovely rose bushes. That's all? 
Are you using your night vision, Vision? I assure you, my love, I see nothing amiss. You have absolutely no reason to be... Oh, no! You were saying? It's your big punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> you said, no! Jumped his head right back in the pain. Shit, the only bitch he had was being, was being a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny too because you look at this and you're like, why are they sleeping in two separate twin beds? Like, People, this is a this is a husband and wife sleeping in a room like they're having a slumber party. <laughs> and you know, because people back then, uh, the thought of a husband and wife, but this is real, the, a husband yeah. and wife sleeping in the same bed kind of disturbed people. You know, because a husband and wife, they might start fucking. So, yeah, well, you yeah know, it they, intimated that they might have sex. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when uh, Lil Ricky was born on the, on the, the uh, uh, Lucy, uh, <clears throat> the Lucille Ball show, uh, I Love Lucy, they were like, huh, how are we going to get around this? Yeah. Because this will definitely tell the audience that they've had sex before. They might as well just had a stork bring that fool in. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, that fool, he just he did. Was she ever pregnant on that show? She was. Yeah. That was the first yeah. pregnancy ever on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody said, you know what? I I love it in the chat. Somebody said, shit, I can't wait till they end the projects and have a good times episode. Oh, Catherine Hongis said, but once again, be the sassy na- na- next door neighbor. <laughs> Crazy magic powers. Wonder. <laughs> Mary <and> robots. Wonder. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, so as far as that goes, they they nail all that down. Now, you you know this is not a straight just parody where they're just putting them in there. The cool thing about this is that they do play it straight from beginning to end. But every now and then, just something something weird happens. Uh, there'll be a spot of color somewhere where the whole thing is black and white. It's usually red. Um, shadowy figures that just kind of pop up mm. and characters will will uh will, will will break character and lose concentration and actually freak the hell out uh there's glitches going on everywhere glitches. so yeah there's uh, all kind of glitches so you know there's there's always something unsettling under all this and what's and like i said what's cool about it is that it happens for a moment everybody be like, what the hell was that and then they they'll stop and then they'll get back into the show. And they will carry that. They'll, they'll just go through to the end of the, of, of the plot line. I think something's wrong here. Wanda, Wanda, can you hear me? Who's doing this to you? Are you here to help us? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you hear voices on radios and calling from beyond. It's uh, what, what, <clears throat> what, uh, What's going on here is that it starts to feel like a Twilight Zone episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost feels like you're watching something like I Love Lucy or Leave it to Beaver and the Twilight Zone is creeping in. <laughs> and it's, and it's, you know, I'm not, not going to say this is horrifying or scary or anything. You know, I was more scared of the boss than anything. But it is it is weird. It is a little creepy what happens here. And it, most importantly, it's, it's something that makes you keep wanting to watch to figure out what's going on because it gets heavier and heavier with every episode. Yeah, yeah. Because at first when you're watching it, you're like, wait, are they really just going to do a sitcom? Is that all this is going to be? And it's probably not really till the end that yeah. they start revealing just just a smidge and a teardrop of something. Up up until that point, there's like you said, there's glitches. Or there's like, so where are you guys from? And they're like, 
um, um, and it's and it, it didn't even feel like we got to make up a story. It was like they don't know. Yeah, yeah they, they don't even know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then with the next episode, uh, maybe just a little bit more of that. By the time the third episode starts dropping a lot of stuff. The third episode is funny because the third episode is the one that I thought was. I was like, all right, at this point, this has been fun. I like. The attention to detail y'all been doing, man, y'all did a great job. All right, let's get some other bullshit here because, uh, you know, this is getting a little old. And at that point, that's when things really started getting weird. And, you know, that's when I really started wondering, like, all right, now that they're revealing that something's wrong even more. That third episode was something where, being that we only got three episodes, when it was done, I forgot that we had three episodes. And when it was done, I went back to look at the fourth and like, God damn it! I know. Disney? I know. You did that shit on purpose, dude. Yeah, man. I I I really think that, okay, yeah. The gimmick could get old for some people. It's something where if you are going in here and you really do want some of the traditional Marvel stuff that they're doing, three episodes in, that might be asking a lot of somebody's attention who is looking for that. But I really did appreciate the way that uh, that, uh, that how Kevin Feige said, you know what, now that we're going to Disney Plus and we're doing episodic shows and we have a longer format to play with and we got a little more freedom, I love that he actually did come in and take advantage of that freedom and do something completely different. It will go back into the MCU and it'll tie in some kind of way, but this is at that point where when people say, man, I'm getting tired of superheroes because they do the same thing over and over again. This is something where it will probably get into that at some point, but this is very intriguing what they're doing here, man. And everyone, everyone seems to be, before it starts to get dark, everyone's having so much fun with this, man. To see the the actors be able to come in and just commit themselves to doing comedy, you could tell that they're loving this, man. Sure. They're having a great time. Uh, I think I like the second episode most of all. I, I know. I think I think so too. Well, I like the first one and the, the second one. I really like those a lot. Catherine Hahn. Uh, it's too bad she didn't get to play Corella Deville, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's the one that's having the most fun with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and she's great, man. They got a lot of side characters here because you know, in this society back then. Women did their thing, you know, which is usually cleaning the house and all this other stuff. And man went off and did man stuff. And they have a lot of And episodes. the people of color lived on a different side of town. <laughs> not here, though. Not here. <laughs> no, no. This is, this is how you know this shit is another <laughs> yeah. universe. That's why they looked at that nigga and said, shit, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first clue. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> he works here? What, and not as a janitor? <laughs> okay. Why is he running loose around here? <laughs> nah, man. Uh, you have episodes where uh, Paul Bettany as Vision gets to go off and uh, and do his thing with with the with the guys, and he has and there. But I'm not gonna tell you what happens with him. But he has some episodes where it it's hilarious. It is. He is really funny. He is. And and, and again, it was another episode where. It, you know, it was uh, it depended on some big thing, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I hope they get through this. You know they are. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I I am gonna pass it off to Martin over here, but I, man, I, I'm I'm loving this. I really am. I'm loving the creativity behind it. I don't know where it's gonna go, but so far, I really just I'm in just I'm just enjoying the, the how loose they are with this, how they're embracing just something else and just in. And going in, you could tell that everybody who's in this production is 
really taking the opportunity to just dive into doing something different, being able to go in and pull out these uh, old sitcoms and recreate them. Uh, at the same time, keeping the intrigue going to, you know, and pulling me in to wonder, okay, what is the bigger picture here? That really does work too. This this, this works all around for me. Uh, same here. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and you can't say Marvel isn't doing something different. <laughs> it's always the same thing. No, that's not true. Uh, also, along with this, uh, if you are into comics, there's all kind of little things mm. to spot, mm-hmm. like the logo for Sword, which is sort of like Shield, except it deals with interstellar uh, threats. Um, so it is a question of like, okay, how is this tied in? It's, it's all kind of things to to wonder about. Uh, but but up until that point, just as the sitcoms themselves, they're they're extremely enjoyable. Uh, the only problem I have with this is that it being only thirty minutes long, and having to wait a week for just what is essentially a bite. I mean, there's sometimes with the Mandalorian, I always felt like, oh come on, just give me a little bit more. So with this, it definitely is a give me a little bit more. This is something I think is probably going to work better when you can stream it, yeah, well, than, than waiting. But still, it, it, it very very enjoyable. All the all the good reviews are are right on. They're is not, it getting good reviews? Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I, I I didn't I really not know. How, it's, want, it's getting glowing reviews. Actually. I'll tell you yes. this much: I thought people going to be like. Oh, you know, this worked for an episode or two, but I'm really, they're stretching it. And I really thought people would be that way. I thought they might too, after the way the first two episodes went. But when they get to the third one and they start, you know, like things are really busting out. I was like, okay, this is, this is what this needs to stop anybody who's a naysayer. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, maybe it's not for everybody and I don't. Well, I don't, uh, and I don't expect it to be for everybody. But for me, who loves seeing people try something different, I and and that it worked on two different levels. <laughs> sure. Well, I don't know if you ever watched the show Legion, but it was one mm. where they took they, they they took an X Men character and went way different with it and got mm. wild. And you know, I enjoyed the show, but it'd be easy for somebody watching like, man, it's just too out there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if you thought Legion was too out there, this is something that pulls it way back where you could enjoy it. And you know what? You'd say it's too short. I'd rather, I'd rather uh, have something be too short than to wear out its welcome with me. Because I thought the same. I was like, you know what? Well, I was actually, since I'm busy, I was like, man, 25 minutes, that's perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it I, it was one where I'm thinking the show was going to be an hour and we had three episodes. I was trying to map out part of my day and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Oh, I'll have this done before I know it. Yeah, I do wish they would release two episodes a week rather than one. Yeah, but I already knew they're gonna do that. I'm, you know, I'm, hey, look, I'm used to being teased, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, the Mandalorian. I'm used to the Mickey Mouse grabbing it and playing with me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you hard yet? Uh... <laughs> Just edging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Easter eggs in here. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but they are great, man, because they're more than just Easter eggs. A lot of them, they, they seem to hint towards something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they really do. Yeah, there's, there's a, because the Easter eggs come in, they come in through a lot of different ways. It's just not, hey, look at that. Oh, no. They, they play again into the format of what they're doing here. Building something. Yeah. I even love that every, every time an episode comes on, it's like, Previously on One Division, <laughs> yeah, man, I love this, man. I was having a great time with it. I was having a blast with it. Uh, and I, again, I, I hardly have anything bad to say about it because at that point, I'm just going to be going in and just trying to find something bad. Uh, like I said, the only bad thing I can say about it is that if you're tired of superheroes, then I don't think this is going to be anything. I don't think this is enough to change your mind. If you're tired of Marvel, this is not going to be enough to change your mind. Uh, it might be a little out there. 
So it might be something where you do want to watch a superhero show, and this is just not doing it for you. So I, for that, I can't really speak to. I understand it. But for me, this is very much a full price. I can't wait to see the rest of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides all the sitcoms it takes me back to, as you brought up earlier, it, it really takes you back to the Twilight Zone, the classic Twilight Zone Excuse me, episodes. So if you're tired of superheroes, just look at it that way. Yeah, that is true. That is very much true. Chris? I, uh, I have no opinion. Having not seen I can definitively say this is some old bullshit. Because <laughs> yeah. I did not get those screeners. I was going to let you lie. <laughs> I, I, I do have a question, though. Because um, the scenes that I like remember with Paul Bettany and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, like in the Civil War and the brief time they had in Infinity War, were great to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite the, you know, the, the 50s and the 60s aesthetic in these episodes, does that still shine through? Like that yeah. Oh, no, they still have the chemistry. Good, good. Uh, it's funny because uh, on IMDb, uh, they have like the two of them interviewing each other, doing like, ask me anything. Mm. And she said, well, how did, you know, when did you know that you were going to still be a part of this? He was like, then after Infinity War, they told me if we did Infinity War, it's like, yeah, we're killing the vision. And then they brought him in after that. He's like, yeah, I know, guys. I, I know it's been a great run and I've, I've really enjoyed working with you guys. And they're mm-hmm. like, what are you quitting? <laughs> oh, oh, I thought I was being funny. No, no, we got plans for you. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Nice. <laughs> He's probably like, no, we got plans for you. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Shit, I mean, oh. Good show, man. Good show. Yeah, <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> Yeah, folks. I'm uh, eager to see. I'm, I'm eager to see what you guys think, man. When you see it, I really am. I want to hear people's opinions on this. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. even. I'm even eager to hear. I'm even eager to hear if uh, people don't like it. I'm not because I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna go against anybody who does it. I'm even. I want to even hear like some of the opposite opinions on this. Uh, don't just come in and be like, man, she was stupid. You know, <laughs> I want to know what you really thought, you know, if you can give me some good reasons. But yeah, yeah, man. I think that, that what has me so excited about this and the, and the other shows is that it's Marvel full, fully embracing the weird side. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they've been tiptoeing it with Guardians of the Galaxy and eventually all the cosmic stuff. But now they're like, Look, we can do anything. We can change reality itself. And they've, they've done such a great job yeah. of building this cinematic universe on a foundational level that now they can finally branch out. And they're doing stuff that even I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I never heard of. And I just think that's just so exciting. And why, you know, I think television is a great place for some of this more odd ideas. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I also the way they talk about how this is going to play into bigger plans. Mm-hmm definitely want to know how that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say this is going to be leading into uh, Doctor Strange and it's going to be how it's going to play out in the movies. Nice. You know, when everybody's talking about, man, they just bombarding us with these. Okay, yeah, I can't argue with that, but they're doing it smart and they're doing it creatively. So it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's one false move going on mm-hmm. with these. Yeah, it, it always feels like it's, it's, it's thought out. Because uh, I was a little nervous coming into this after Wonder Woman 1984, in as much as that was something that was going like, hey, we're going retro with this. And it's like, oh, if you're doing this, you must have it well thought out. And when they didn't, I was like, oh, I gotta stop just believing in these sight unseen. But thankfully, this delivered on its promise. Nice. Yeah. Good to hear. And makes me want to see what they do with the other shows that are coming out there. Yes, it has me a lot more excited for the other shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm really wanting to see Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, let's see here. Like days ago, lighting the spark of love that fills me. With the rain of love.
did. No. Why would you think that? Because you are.